again this morning, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, what singing. Oh, what shouting on that happy morning when we all shall rise. Oh, what glory. Hallelujah. When we meet our blessed Savior in the sky. If you have your Bibles this morning while you're standing, go to the book of Psalms 110, verse 1 through 4, and then Revelation chapter 1, verses, amen, 1, chapter 1, verse 4 through 6. And it's Neil with us again. Amen. Praise God. All of you in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. Amen. Psalms 110, verse 1 through 4. The Lord saith to my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. The Lord shall send the rod of thy strength out of Zion. Rule thou in the midst of thine enemies. Thy people shall be willing in the day of thy power. And the beauties of holiness from the womb of the morning. Thou hast to do of thy youth. The Lord have sworn and will not repent. Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. To the book of Revelation chapter 1 verse 4 through 6. John. I'll give you a chance to get there. Book of Revelation, chapter 1, verse 4. Revelation, chapter 1, verse 4. John, to the seven churches which are in Asia... Grace be unto you, and peace from him which is, and which was, and which is to come, and from the seven spirits which are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that love us, and washed us from our sins in his own blood, and have made us kings and priests unto God and his Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Amen. And I want to preach to you from this thought today. A priest forever. A priest forever. Father, we love you. God, we thank you again today, Lord, for your goodness, for your grace, for your mercy, O oh God. For all that you do, sweet Holy Spirit, sweet Heavenly Dove. We're asking you to stay with us, God, this morning. Keep us in your righteous power, Lord. We exalt you, Lord. We thank you again today, God, for your goodness and mercy and praise. We honor you, Lord. Thank you for your goodness in Jesus' name. And you may be seated. Amen. A priest forever. Amen. When we look at Scripture and we began to follow the Scripture, when God was leading the children of Israel out of the bondage and bringing them to the promised land, God chose the Levitical priesthood to be over the responsibilities for the caring of the temple, the rise to bring it down and everything. Aaron, Moses' brother, was first chosen to be the first high priest. 
When you read through Scripture, you find that the priests and the Levites were given to God for a gift to the people. They were God's gift unto the people. The Levitical priesthood and the priesthood was designed, as I said early, to make sure things was right. They had the responsibility to determine what was holy and unholy and what was clean and unclean. It was their responsibility to take care of the temple of God. They was to raise it up. They was to take it down. They was to do sacrifices. All these things was given uh, by God to them, amen, in instruction so that they would know how to live and how we were to live as well. When God gave Moses the details and instructions of how to prepare Aaron's garments, amen, we know that Aaron's garments, amen, as you can begin to look at this priest, amen, and how it was a design. He was to have a breastplate, amen, on his chest, amen. And this breastplate was was engraved and it had many of the most precious jewels that you could find today. And each one of the jewels had a name engraved on it of the children of Jacob, amen, of the tribes of Israel. These gems was to show how precious the people are to God, amen. It was a reminder to them that God's people are so precious and that therefore, amen, they must do everything to make sure it is right and that their offerings are right and everything is right to, to be a child of God. And the priest had this responsibility. The priest had an ephog, and the ephog was most like an apron. And any time he put that apron on, it was a sign that he was going into service. Most of you women know when you're cooking and you reach back and you get your apron and you put it on, you're getting ready to go into service. Amen. You're getting ready to serve up some child. You're getting ready to serve up some food. Amen. And you're going to do your best at it. And this is what the priests, uh, the ephog, we find that later on that the ephog, when David was running from Saul, we find that when he came into the temple and he asked Abinatar, the high priest, uh, do you have any weapons here? And he says, the only weapon that is here is the sword of Goliath and is behind and is wrapped in the ephog. Amen. And so David said, that will do. Amen. So this ephog was designed to Show the priest and remind the priest that he was in the service for the Lord. And then on his shoulders was two what you might call shoulder boards. It was to remind them that they was carrying the weight of the people upon their shoulders. Amen. Isaiah would remind us later on when he began to write that unto us a son is child is born and unto us a son is given and the government would be upon his shoulders and his name would be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. Amen. And God's shoulders, he carries our we're commanded to cast all our cares upon the Lord because He cared for us. And His robe was a robe of righteousness. Amen. He had on His head a mitre. Amen. To remind Him that He needed to keep His head in the game. He, he needed to keep His mind pure. He needed to keep His mind stayed on the things that God had asked Him to do. He had on a girdle. Amen. Which would remind Him of truth. That He had to be in truth and walk in truth and live in truth and do what God had asked him to do. 
Amen. That around the colors, he had gold, he had blue, he had purple, and scarlet and fine linen. These are the linens are in the colors of royalty. Amen. It makes you part of the royal priesthood. Peter says in 1 Peter 2, 9, but you are chosen generation. You are royal priesthood. You're peculiar people. Amen. That you should show forth the praises of him that has called you out of darkness unto his marvelous light. Some says that the seams was also graded with what is known as pomegranates. Amen. A pomegranates. Amen. And inside a pomegranate is supposed to be, they say in Israel, is 613 C's, which represents the 613 laws that God has given. Amen. To the people. Amen. And so, and as a result, this was a reminder. And then between those pomegranates or pomegranates was a bell. And the bell was to mind the people that the priest was always in service. Amen. And so I come to tell you and I today that we are called by the Scripture to be priests forever. Amen. We are to be after the order of Melchizedek. We know that Melchizedek is first mentioned when Abraham came back from the battle and he met Abraham. And Abraham gave him a tenth of all the spoil that he had received. And so we are called to be priests forever after the order of Melchizedek. He's first identified as the king of peace and then the king of righteousness, which is the king of Salem. Amen. We are to be a king and a priest unto God forevermore. Amen. We are of the Most High God. It says Melchizedek, the high priest of the Most High God. We know that the Most High God is Jesus Christ. And without controversy, great is the mystery of God. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received back in the glory. John says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word was made flesh, and dwelt amongst us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Amen. So we are patterning our lives after this Melchizedek. Amen. The king of the priests of the Most High God. The writer of Hebrews 4 verse 14 said, Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our perfection, for we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the filling of our infirmities, but was in all point tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help and the time to leave. He is our most high priest. Amen. Jesus Christ, amen, is the high priest. And we're patterning our lives after the most high God and after the most high priest, Jesus Christ. And we pattern our lives in righteousness. And we pattern our lives in peace. Amen. We must be right. Amen. The Psalms just said, Lord, who shall dwell in thy holy place? Who shall dwell in thy tabernacle? He says, He that have clean hands and a pure heart, who have not given out his soul to vanity nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive the righteousness of the God and the God of our salvation. Amen. We must be right. We must do what is right. We must live what is right. If we're going to be the priests of the Most High God forever. You see, the priests had to 
to always be right. He had to move to perfection. He could not joke around. He had to be serious about his job and what he has been called to do. He had to do everything right. He had to follow the procedures that God had given him to do. If he did not follow the procedures, God would not be well pleased with him. And so he started out with learning how to do what is right. Because God is always a God of righteousness. And we have to move to perfection. Amen. This is why Jesus says in Matthew 5, 48, Be ye perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. In other words, get complete in God. Because you're serving the Most High God. You are the priest of the Most High God. Learn how to do what is right all the time and at all costs. Because this is what God desires of you and I. We are to be a priest forever, not just on Sunday. Amen. Every day our lives must be a life of righteous. Every day our lives we should be moving on to perfection. The Bible says let's leave the principles of the doctrine behind and let's go on to perfection. Let's go complete in God. Let's get sold out on this thing. Let nothing be able to separate you, Paul says, from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus my Lord. He says, for I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate me from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus my Lord. When the servants, when the priest did his sacrifice, he had to do it right. He couldn't say, I'm tired today. I don't want to sacrifice this animal anymore. He had to do what is right. Amen. Every time, he had to make sure it was just right. He had to make sure he changed the bread out. He had to make sure that the lamp didn't go out. Everything, he had to make sure that he did it right. Because God commanded it of him. And therefore, you and I must now realize we are called to be priests forever. According to the order of Melchizedek. Which first being interpreted as righteousness and after that in peace we must walk in peace towards those that are without redeeming the time because the days are evil amen we have got to reflect this peace of the most high God amen we've got to be children of peace the gospel of peace living in peace walking in peace being right all the time because we are called to be priests forever after the order of Melchizedek of the most high God Praise God. The Lord told Moses, see that you do all things according to the pattern showed you in the mount. Jesus says in Matthew 7, not everyone that saith to me, Lord, Lord, is going to enter into the kingdom of God. Amen. But he that doeth the things which I say, many will say unto me that day, Lord, did we not prophesy in thy name? Did we not do many great and wonderful works? And I will say, depart from me, because I knew you not. Amen. This is why we've got to be priests forever. Amen. We've got to be right forever. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for corrections and instructions in righteousness, that the man of God shall be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. When you, Amen. You're a worker of the Lord. Amen. And God wants you to do it right. Amen. He wants you to be excited about the job that He's chosen you and I to do. Go, you 
therefore and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, and he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. He shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, this shall not harm them. And they shall lay hands on the sick, and he shall recover. You see, the high priest, as I said, from the onset, his garments, amen, was a reminder as to who he was. It was a reminder of his role and his responsibility and what God had chosen him to do. Amen. He was to see the value of the people, amen, that he was being leading and caring for. Amen. He was the one that was responsible to set up and to turn down the temple. He was to never let the light go out. You are to never let the Holy Ghost burn out in your life. Amen. You are to always keep adding another log on the fire. Amen. Let your light shine, Jesus said, that men shall see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. The priest could not do anything he wanted. He had to be in peace with those that came. Amen. You and I must walk in peace. We understand that Isaiah says in 26.3, He will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon Him because you trust in Him. Trust in the Lord forever. For the Lord Jehovah is an everlasting strength. Amen. We've got to walk with those without redeeming the time. Amen. We've got to carry this gospel of peace. It's got to be a peace-speaking thing here. You've got to walk in peace. You've got to learn how to live in peace and be at peace among yourself. We have no strife as a child of God. We have no bitterness in our hearts. We have no envy. We have no jealousy. We have no hate. We have no lying. We have no gossip. We have no division. We have no backbiting. We have no guile. We have no deceit. We have no anger. We have no conflicts and discord. We have no quarrels. We have no clashes. We have no struggles and contentions and controversy and disunity. We have no fightings. We have no variance. Why? Because we are the priests forever after the order of Melchizedek first been interpreted the king of righteousness and the king of peace. Praise God. So we shouldn't have any of those things in our lives. If we do, we need to adjust because we are called to be priests forever after the order of Melchizedek. The Bible says in John, he's made us kings and priests unto our God. Amen. That's what this baptism in Jesus' name does, is it makes you a priest forever. And the priest is responsible to do what is right all the time. Hebrews twelve fourteen says, follow peace with all men and holiness. Without shall no man see the Lord. Amen. We got to learn how to walk in peace. Be at peace. Be holy. Separation. I'm from the world unto God. That's what God wants. Amen. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. The high priest. Amen. The priest is responsible. We know the story in 1 Samuel. <clears throat> Eli is the high priest. And his son, Pityaz and Hophnes, are priests. And they're doing everything wrong. But Hannah 
and her family. They pressed by that foolishness. Amen. But notice, amen. Finally, God sends a messenger and tells Eli, the high priest, to set his house in order. But he does nothing to his son, Pinias and Hopni. He just tells them, what you're doing ain't good. He didn't take a more stronger stand against them. And later, when it's time that the children of Israel goes to war against the Philistines, First, when the Philistines hear that the ark of God is in the camp with the children of Israel, the Philistines knew, amen, we need to get out of here because God is with them. And they was getting ready to run. But the king of the Philistines says, no, you do not run today. You stand still and you fight for the Philistines. And the Philistines rose up and they took the ark of God. Amen. And when the word, a messenger left the field and he went back. Amen. And when he told Eli what had happened, Eli was sitting on a stool and he fell backwards and he broke his neck. Why? Because earlier he had let the lamp go out in the house of God. He had failed to do the responsibility of what he had been instructed to do, to never let the light go out in the temple of God. Amen. And his sons, Phineas and Hopney was both killed in the war. And the wife of Pinias, when she heard that her husband was killed in the war, she too went into quick labor because she was pregnant. And she birthed a son. And they called his name Ichabod, which means the glory of God is departed. I come to tell you and I today that if we don't follow peace with all men and holiness, if we do not live right, then the glory of God will depart from us because we are called to be priests forever after the order of Melchizedek. we got to do what is right all the time. Amen. Holiness unto the Lord was inscribed upon the priest's garment. You are holy to the Lord, not to man, but to the Lord. You have been endowed with the Spirit of Almighty God. And therefore, we are now by Him to offer up sacrifices of praise continually with the fruit of our lips giving thanks unto His name. But to do good and to communicate, forget not for with such sacrifices God is well pleased. We must not let the light ever go out. Let your light shine, Jesus said, that men shall see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven because we are priests Forever after the order of Melchizedek. In Malachi chapter 2, verse 4 through 7, Malachi, the Lord speaks to Malachi. And he says, And you shall know that I have sent this commandment unto you, that my covenant might be with Levi, which is the priest, said the Lord of hosts. My covenant was with him of life and peace. And I gave them to him for the fear wherewith he feared me and was afraid before my name. The law of truth was his mouth, was in his mouth, and iniquity was not found in his lips. He walked with me in peace and equity and did turn many away from iniquity. For the priest's lips should keep knowledge and they should seek the law at his mouth. 
for he is the messenger of the Lord of hosts. Amen. The priest is to always have truth in his lips. You are always to speak truth. Amen. In your mouth. Amen. Praise God. We are priests forever after the order of Melchizedek. First being translated, King of Peace, King of Salem, which is King of Righteous. Amen. This is what God wants today. Amen. Don't ever forget your job. Don't ever forget your responsibility. You're carrying the weight of the world upon your shoulders. Amen. And you are to remember all people because God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Amen. And we are to always have heaven on our minds. Because if we don't keep heaven on our minds, we won't fulfill the role of the priest. Amen. Let's stand this morning. Amen. Praise God. Amen. I want to open the altars this morning if you want to feel like you just want to have a talk with Jesus. Amen. This morning. Amen. To get it all right this morning. Amen. Praise God. You have this opportunity this morning. I want you to know. Amen. You can't allow what people say, what people do, because you are called to be a priest forever and you're responsible. Amen. Father, I praise you. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Oh, yes.